Hello there, this is Mark, your fat friend from the Fat and Black Connection, and I'm here to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about it, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other services. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Do me a favor and go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your very own. Good day, everyone. I am Mark, your fat friend. And I'm James, your black friend. And this is the Fat and Black Connection. Where we talk about anything and everything. Well, of course, as long as it's interesting to us. Well, and as long as Facebook is up and running. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I, I heard about that today that it was down like a good portion of yesterday. Six hours yesterday. It's a good thing we don't try to go live on Mondays. Oh, yeah. And, and technically right now, uh, according to my screen, it still says it's trying to create a live broadcast. So I hope we're actually live and people are able to hear and see this. Um, <laughs> you know, it's kind of disappointing because what happens with a lot of people is they go to watch a video on, on Facebook, right? And if if you look at our statistics, we'll 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 have a thousand views, but uh, you know nine hundred of those drop off in the first three seconds, and sometimes the reason for that is because I'm doing the countdown right five four three two one, and right now, you know if we truly went live as this says we did, you and I were kind of just sitting here staring at the screen. So surely if this is what's live, uh, you know if somebody comes back to nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Uh, what is this? <laughs> uh, so this is like, you know, obviously very frustrating as a user uh, standpoint. But um, I'm going to assume we're alive and I'm going to press on. And, right. um, you know, I wanted to uh, open the show very quickly with a photo for those that are watching. And, and you know, right now, as far as I can tell, we have no viewers. Um but I'm going to start with a photo, and I really just wanted to get some comments from you on it. Um, and so let me preface the, this photo for a moment. Um, it is uh, of uh, it's of some people uh, sitting at a restaurant, and uh, I just wanted to get like initial guttural reaction from you. So uh, here's the image. I'm going to go ahead and share my screen with you, and potentially anybody who's watching. Um, so please. <laughs> So, so what we see here is, uh, as you know, one a, a good friend of the show, our dam, uh, Mr. Brian Allen Hubs, um, who you know, we, when he's on, we like to call the show "Fat, Black, and Bald." Um, and as you can see in this photo, uh, Brian is not bald. He did still have some hair back then. Uh, yeah, he, tell he me what's going on in this photo. I, I you're, you, for those not watching, let me describe it a little bit. So we see. James and Brian sitting with bibs on uh, that appear to have lobsters on the bibs, and you both just kind of look annoyed. What's going on here? Uh, I think that's when we went to, uh, what was that called? Backyard Bayou yes. in Union City. Yes. Um, and uh, I think we were just hungry at that point, man. I was just not, I think 
that was no was that after a show no no this this was a i don't know what the date was somewhere in 2014 i believe um but i i, I don't i i know we were working on west side story at the time but i think we had actually finished the show by now uh yeah because whatever it was all i know is that we were we were we were i was t- i mean i we were all i think we were all tired and we were hungry and it was just like food was ta- i think food was taking a while or whatever but yeah it was just one of those moments where it was just like we were not having it <laughs> it was it was uh yeah we were we were i think that was a that was just a rundown moment gotcha Gotcha. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I, it showed up in my feed and I was like, okay, this was fun. Let's, let's talk about this for a little bit. You know, what's funny about that is that, uh, <laughs> yesterday, um, I don't know if you remember, were you, wait, were you, yeah, you know, you, never mind. you were in Les Mis. Um, when I was doing the, uh, my videos from inside the barricade that I made mm-hmm. yes. from inside where that, that, uh, that popped up in my, in my, memories uh the uh, posting memories so i was like yes lord <laughs> of the barricade good times good times <laughs> yes for those of you that are slightly confused uh there's a musical called les mis and there's there's a, a large portion of the show that takes place on a barricade or yeah. at a barricade and uh the barricade that we had uh, actually spun and yeah. but in order to do the spinning we actually had to have some uh crew some stagehands inside of the barricade yeah, um and, there was and james, there. I was, james one of, was one of those unfortunate <laughs> fellows and ladies to be stuck inside the barricade so you were actually in the show just people i was in the show yeah yeah um but you know it was yeah that was uh it was hot in there oh and then um there was the one night i of course i wasn't recording that night because that would have been classic um when the uh fire alarm went off Yes, uh, gotta gotta love doing haze, a live right? show. Yes, the the hazer. Yeah. The gotta hazer love doing a off. live show, and the alarm goes off. <laughs> and so we had to we had to stop the show, evacuate uh, the theater, evacuate the theater, make sure, and then I did the fire. I don't know if the fire department showed up. Uh, I don't believe they did. I, I think, think as just, soon as we the haze cleared call. out. Yeah, we were able to call and let them know it was just a hazer, so it wasn't a real emergency. And then yeah, so once. Once the alarms went off, uh, we had to give it a few minutes or whatever, and basically kind of reset. <laughs> I mean, that was like at the was at the top of Act Two. Is that the top of Act Two? Yeah, yeah, because I was couldn't remember if it was the beginning. Yeah, so basically we had to basically kind of, you know, get the actors, you know, wound back up and and ready to go, and uh, you know, kind of just really start the show back over again. That was a <laughs> That was an interesting night for sure. Yes, uh, only in live theater, right? And, and what's in what's York. interesting about it is in normal live theater settings, in semi-professional, professional live theater settings, uh, the fire alarm system gets turned off uh, and you have somebody on fire watch uh, if you are using equipment like that that could set off the fire alarm. But right. no, not not in community theater. We don't think like that. We don't turn off the fire alarm. We just roll the dice. Well, I thought, we didn't have any issues any other day. I, 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 can we turn that off? Yes. 
Oh, I didn't yes, know that can be done. Turnbow. That's and actually after was that a was that when we started using the fog machine instead of the hazer? Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, the the wonderful dry ice machine. Yes. Oh how the, oh the fun we had with that. Indeed. No, so uh, so uh, I, something I posted uh, this this last week, and obviously in celebration of. Uh, Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary, uh, which uh, is going on right now for the next 18 months. They're celebrating the 50th. And uh, yes, Walt Disney World. And uh, there's there's a lot of things going on. New events, new rides are opening. The new Ratatouille ride opened uh, at Epcot Paris. Uh, The Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster that'll be at Epcot is looking like it's going to be opening in the next year. Um, I didn't know about that one. Yes. So, yes, yes, indeed. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, There's, uh, you know, the Tron motorcycle or the Tron light cycle roller coaster at the Magic Kingdom that's supposed to be opening in the next next couple months. So, there's a lot going on, uh, a lot of merchandise that is selling out quickly. But one of the things that Disney did give away is the new nighttime extravaganza at Epcot is called Harmonious. And okay. uh, it takes place out on the uh, the lake. Uh, yes, the uh, World Showcase Lake. Case, yeah, and uh, so they they broadcast the whole video, the whole or the whole show. So I oh. that was up on YouTube, and I, I went ahead and posted that. I watched it. It's uh, it's entertaining. It's no Fantasmic. It's uh, it's no World of Color. It is. It's a nice show. It's a, a visually. Is it better show. than the? Is it better than the last one that they had? Yes and no. Uh, I mean, they're still using the barges that come in, um, right. but they're more stationary rather than traveling around the lake. Um, it's 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 a it's it's a lovely show. I don't uh, I don't know. It's it, it's, it's fine. A lovely, it, it's it's a lovely show. If I was going to Epcot for you know three days, I would try to make sure I set aside you know an hour to watch the show. Uh, if I was only going for two days, maybe if I was only going for one day, probably not. So I'll put it to you that way. But okay. instead of, you know, taking the time to go see the show live, you can watch it on YouTube. <laughs> watch it on YouTube and then decide if you actually want to see it in person or not. Yes. Uh, so also I posted uh, Disneyland is actually opening up an all new all holiday store. Uh, so the Plaza Point uh, shop, which is oh, hold on, uh, hold on, hold on. Yes, yes. Wait, are we talking about holiday three sixty five, or are we just talking about holiday for holiday three sixty five? Now it doesn't necessarily sound like it's just going to be Christmas. It sounds oh, like it is holidays. a holiday store. So this right. is where you would go to find your holiday accessories. So we were talking about like, so in this case, it could be uh, the winter time or like, let's say like the Halloween time Mickey mini ears or Mickey ears or the winter time Mickey or mini ears. Yeah. So it sounds like, and there's a YouTube video that I posted on on the site and you can take a look. Uh, But it, it does sound like, you know, right now it's Halloween. So the store right. will pr- be predominantly Halloween, Halloween. merchandise. 
Right. However, the rest of the store, you will be able to find a smaller section of Christmas themed stuff or whatever. Before, so, are we talking about before like the, the actual Christmas takes over the store? <laughs> correct. Yeah. So I, I think it, it sounds interesting. I think it's nice if you're going, you know, in yeah. the spring and you want to get some Christmas ornaments, um, and you'll be able to do that, it sounds like. And you'll be able to also get the uh, the weird looking Easter egg ears. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> so uh, never been a fan of those ones, but whatever. Yeah. So you know we're going actually for us we're going at a great time. We're going the week yeah. before Thanksgiving, which means all of the, there will be Thanksgiving stuff, but likely the there will be a lot of Christmas stuff too. Well, the park would be in Christmas mode too at that point, wouldn't it? Uh, it's not at a hundred percent. It's usually at about 75% Christmas. And then usually that week of Thanksgiving, they do some oh. more changeover. And now is it, uh, is, is, uh, are they still doing the nightmare before Christmas at the mansion? Haunted mansion? Yes. I will actually be able to see that this year. Uh, if we get on the ride. Yes, that is, that is correct. <laughs> Yes, I have. I have like ever since they started doing that. I've never gone during that time. I've always wanted to go, and like I've always ended up missing it or whatever. And so I'll say this: if you are a fan of Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, then you probably love it. If you are not, it's fine. I love the Haunted Mansion as is, and so for me, it's actually almost a detraction. I'll go on it and I'll enjoy it, but I would rather see the Haunted Mansion. I, I've always, I've just wanted to, I've never, I've just wanted to see it. I've never just like this thing. I've just never been able to experience it. So that's what, that's what I'm excited for. One of the things, one of the many things I'm excited for. I just, I've always wanted to see it. Fair enough. I'm not, I'm not knocking. I'm just saying. I've never heard you talk about being a huge fan of Nightmare Before Christmas, so... No, no, it's not, I mean, like, it's not that I'm a huge fan. I mean, I, I do enjoy it, but I mean, it's one of those things that I, I've just, I've heard about it, and then I heard it was going away, and I was, like, disappointed because I was like, dang, I never actually got to see it. No, it's but every now, year, and it's... Yeah, because they said a couple years ago that, you know, when they, I remember when they started doing it, it said, you know, it was going to be, like, a short-time thing, and then, uh, I guess a couple years ago, it, I heard some. I, again, I just heard stuff, something about it was they weren't going to be doing it anymore, and I was a little sad because I was like, I never got to see it. And now that I hear that they they just kept doing it, and I'm actually be able to see it, I'm a little bit excited. Well, good for you. Uh, we w- we will go write it, and we'll get your reaction afterward. And I suspect your reaction will be. I really wish I got to ride the actual Haunted Mansion. <laughs> uh, like I said, I'm just, I just want to, I've just been, um, like I said, I've heard about it and I would just like to, I would like to experience it for myself. So speaking of experiences coming to Disney plus uh, via the national geographic specials uh, network is a, uh, a movie or a documentary on, and it's titled, Fauci. <laughs> the doc. 
So uh, I watched the trailer. It's it's kind of interesting documentary about Fauci and his life. And it seems to be there's a lot of interviews with like his daughter and trying to get inside the head of the man. And um, you see him the break South. down at a, a, at a couple points. Um, I I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Dr. Fauci in general. Um, but what do you think? Is this something that interests you? Is this something that you could see yourself watching? You know, I could sit down and watch a movie about a little documentary about the Fouch. Tony the Fouch. Hey, <laughs> that's Stephen Colbert. <laughs> he does that. But um, no, I mean, I'd be interested to see, you know, kind of if it, I mean, it goes into his background. You know, I'd like to know a little bit more about the guy. Interesting figure, if you will. Fair enough. So uh, moving over to the sci-fi world, uh, the Orville New Horizons. We we finally got a teaser trailer which really showed nothing except for the bridge of the ship. Um and you hear, you know, a bunch of dialogue uh, of characters talking. Um Are you excited? Are you excited to see the Orville come I back am after? Juice. It's been like I, what, 2 years? Yes, there was two seasons and then it was gone for the last 2 years basically. Oh man, yeah, no, I really enjoyed Orville. Like it was it was like it was all the Star Trek with more funny. And um I actually what are they gonna I, oh, oh I'm just I just thought about that. With Norm MacDonald passing away, mm-hmm. um did he already record dialogue for the character that he was voicing on Orville or I would assume since they have uh, done this teaser trailer and I didn't hear his character voice in, in the commercial or in the trailer at all, but I would suspect that uh, they likely had already done any voiceover work. Cause as you know, that's pretty easy peasy. Yeah. So I, I would think that um, they've already done any voiceover work for him and if not then i'm sure they'll figure out a way to either write off the character or uh maybe he just isn't there and they just don't acknowledge it who knows yeah we'll see um yeah but yeah no i'm i'm super excited for orville to return like i was i mean like the way that the like if uh the way that the second season ended if that was it I guess okay, but I'm really glad that we're getting we're getting a new season. Yeah, I I would not be satisfied with the way that the second season ended if that was it. So I'm well. Glad that's what I said. Like I said, I mean, if that was, I was like, eh, but but you know, like if you know, I'm I'm like because there was nothing. It was like because sometimes you know when like you know like a new sh- or a, a series ends it would have been like series finale but it was just season finale mm-hmm. and then it was like all right where, <laughs> where is it and uh i mean i guess i don't know i mean maybe was that when was the last season about two years ago it, it ended so 2019 so yeah because i mean it would have been uh i guess maybe COVID stopped it or something. I don't know, but regardless, I'm just happy that it's back. All right. 
so we mentioned it briefly at the top of the show, but uh, circling back, uh, Facebook was down for six hours yesterday. Um, and, okay. and the reason that they gave uh, was that there, there was a engineering team issue with a configuration change on the backbone routers. Uh, so the official statement, here it is. Our engineering teams have learned that configuration changes on the backbone routers that coordinate traffic, network traffic between our data centers caused issues that interrupted this communication. This disruption to network traffic has a, had a cascading effect on the way our data centers communicate, bringing our services to a halt. <laughs> So you're telling me that the uh, train station had a malfunction. Yeah. So what's interesting, obviously there's people out there, you know, with conspiracy theories and everything. Uh, but the claim is that a woman was set to testify yesterday before the, I'm not sure if it was the Senate or the, or the Congress, but that was going to basically be speaking about Facebook and speaking negatively about Facebook and its effect on women, young women and stuff like that. Yeah. And that conveniently around the time that she was supposed to go speak and testify, all of a sudden Facebook's down completely worldwide. <laughs> worldwide. Yes. Um, yeah. What do I you mean, think, I... James? Do you think it's conspiracy or do you think, uh, uh, Zuckerberg scared. No, I'm just kidding. Um, like I, Okay. I mean, I, I guess it didn't really affect me yesterday because I, I mean, I'm just like, like we said before, glad we don't didn't do the show yesterday because that would have been problematic. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, um, I kind of saw a little bit of what she was talking about with Facebook and I was like, hmm, uh-oh. But because yeah, I, I saw like some clips from the 60 Minutes interview, but I mean, it going down, I mean, I guess it happens. I mean, I would have, if it was going to go down, you know, you could have made something up like maintenance or something. But you know. I mean, in essence, that's what they're giving us, right? Is a configuration change on the backbone routers. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give you all the technical stuff. You guys can figure it out later. Um, but yeah, apparently, apparently I, was, I heard that they tried to, uh, they tried to, restart the system or something like that and uh they couldn't get into it because the key cards didn't work <laughs> little shady something something just doesn't seem right to me friend where, where are the bodies <laughs> yeah I, I think we'll find out more maybe you know in the next year or so that of what really happened here but uh you know, it's just like we're finding we're finding out October fourth. <laughs> yes, yes. Remember October fourth. It's like just like we're finding out that you know. Remember the whole Russia Trump conspiracy, and now we're really finding out that the conspiracy was actually between Russia and the Hillary Rodham Clinton campaign. And you know, it's it's interesting that we find these things out. You know, conveniently much later. Uh, it's just like we're finding out that. The, the claims that came out last year before the elections of, of Joe Biden's kids' uh, laptops um, having some uh, bad information on them that, you know, last year we were told, no, no, these are all false claims. And, and now they're, they're actually turning out to be true. Um, 
but it doesn't matter now the election happened and Biden won. And so now we can dump this information, you know, a year later and there's nothing we can do about it. He's our president for another three years. Right. Um, and that's not in any way me saying that he shouldn't have won or whatever. I'm just simply saying, uh, I know as somebody that has, that will vote either way. I, I am not a hardline uh, Republican. I'm not a hardline Democrat. I'm, I'm, I'm very much a, uh, a centrist with conservative, fiscal conservative tendencies, uh, but I can go either way. But in order for me to do that, I need to have accurate information. And um, I, I think as we're seeing from the media in the last couple weeks and months, uh, that's, we're not getting that a lot. What do you think, James? Um, man, yeah, no, I, I agree. It's been, it's, uh, like I said, I lean a little bit. I lean more Democrat, uh, but but definitely like yeah. No, I that's what I I want the information. I want good information, and uh, you know, right now it's just kind of hard to come by good information. And that's I either, I don't I don't care if it's I don't care if it's good. I want accurate. Yeah, I want I want the good, the bad, the ugly. I want all of it. Tell so me, that the I can tr- make the best decision. Tell me the truth. I yeah. want the truth. The whole truth. And nothing but the truth. Or can we handle the truth? <laughs> Speaking of some truth, and on a sadder note, uh, Justin Thornton, uh, an MMA fighter, uh, died. Um, unfortunately, he, he had been battling uh, to stay alive uh, for well over uh, a month since his, uh, he fought back in August and uh got knocked the heck out and um i don't know if you saw the fight but to me uh, there was nothing like I, didn't about know, I didn't even know what that league was so the bkfc yeah um i i was not even aware that this had happened until i read the article today about him passing away and and so i watched the fight <laughs> it was 18 seconds um dang so what it was this, just like a roundhouse kick to the head no, dude. Like, if you watch the fight, it was just a solid punch to the jaw that knocked him out. But what glass jaw syndrome? Uh, I'm. I think the more concerning thing to me reading this article is that this guy had been on a downward slide. He had lost his last, including this one, five fights. So prior to this one, he had lost four in a row, all in the first round, all by technical knockout. What? What? Like- so. Why was he not? Would, Why was he allowed to keep fighting? Yeah, if, especially if you're going down first round, five, you know, like this is in four, four other fights. That's a that's a concern. Yeah, I mean, and as a from a promoter standpoint, who wants to watch this guy fight? He's he's now lost four in a row all in the is first it, round. Was he main? Was he? Is like, he a jobber? Is this a WWF <laughs> jobber? Like, was you know, he like main? Was he was this like main event fights? No, I mean obviously BKFC. You know, you'd never even heard of them. So no, I'm just saying like, but like, if somebody was like, you know, an MMA fan, like, is this dude? Was this dude doing like, like he wasn't like headline of, he wasn't like headline fight, right? I, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think he. This was the main event. I'm not sure. But regardless, um, whatever the the main point is, is that this guy has gone down four fights in a row. 
in technical and not even knockouts, but TKOs, that's an issue. Yeah. That's an um, issue. Like some like yeah, what was his record prior to that? Thornton's career in MMA was eight and sixteen. Eight oh, so he was... and sixteen. In baseball terms, that's a winning I mean, average that's... of two fifty. Jeez, I... That I is guy... pathetic. That's, that... that's that's small purse money right there. That... <laughs> and the guy that he fought came into the fight with an eleven and one record, including two knockouts. What the hell? So you put this guy, you basically set this guy up to fail. <laughs> he was 18, eight, eight and 16, and you put him in against in, lost one fight. You, you, one. you killed this guy. I mean, yeah, uh, but that is not, uh, not even that, but like he shouldn't, I don't know, like w- there had to be something else going on with this dude. Yeah, the, the exact cause of death problem. hasn't come out, but basically he. He went down face first on the mat, was out, was taken out of a stretcher, evidently never regained consciousness, and was on a ventilator. Um, oh, yeah, no, something else was, I mean, like, yeah, something else was wrong with this dude, but that needs, that shouldn't have happened. Like, I, I pretty much guarantee you, if it, this had been UFC, well, obviously, Dana White would have cut him. Um, yeah, this guy would not have been fighting for for Dana White for more than I mean, you you look might at, have got through those first few fights or whatever and he could have lost maybe one or two, but after he lost more than that, he would have been done in UFC 100%. Yeah. Like Dana so, White, Dana White's uh I mean like he's he's pretty fair. I mean, no doubt the guy's fairly ruthless, but like he's pretty fair within what he his his business practices. He's not going to put out – he doesn't want to put out a garbage product. He wants to make sure that the product that he's putting out is legit. Even his, his, uh, his, his undercard is, is legit undercard. It's, I mean, the main event is sometimes doesn't go the way that, you know, we think. But his undercard is still pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, why, why do you think, you know, let's, let's recall CM Punk – who, who went to UFC and had a total of two fights and got his butt handed to him in both fights. And we never yeah. saw him again. Yeah. You know? No, that's the thing. It's like, <clears throat> you will give you like Dana White will give you a shot, but you either, you know, he'll give you a shot. Either if you make, if you make good on that shot, you're good. If not, why am I going to spend time, spend money on you? And like, the thing was, is that like, see, yeah. When, when they brought in CM Punk, it was because, uh, you know, they, they knew that, um, money. Yeah. They knew it was money. They knew it was money. And that's, and that bottom, bottom line with that dude is the dollar. And, and actually the safety of his guys, he, he does want to make sure his guys are taken care of. Um, that's why even during COVID he, you know, he made sure he said, you know, I was watching this. Uh, I was watching the special that they had on on uh, ESPN Plus that was basically talking about how uh, Fight Island and how he made that. You know, he was working super hard to make sure that everybody was working that that worked for UFC. Everybody was working because um, you know, pretty much, if you don't fight, you're not making money. And so he was like, "I'm not. We're we're we have to make this happen." And so, like, I was very impressed by that standpoint with him, but. 
but yeah, no, he he's when it comes down to it, money, 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 money. I mean, that's any business. If you're if you're not you know in the business of making money, then uh, you're in the business of spending money, and hopefully you're getting money from somewhere else because. It, that, that's ultimately what businesses are for either making money or spending money. So, yep. but the bigger question that I wanted to ask you since, you know, this came up is what is your personal stance on MMA and, and um, you know, cage fighting and, and these, these types of um, human blood sports, basically. I mean, it's pretty much, I mean, this is modern day, it's modern day gladiators. Uh, mm-hmm. This is, this, that's what this is. I mean, this is modern day gladiators. Um, and don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, some of them, I, okay. So like when I was working in, uh, in the restaurant, we had TVs, uh, and, um, we had them on sports channels. Sometimes we didn't even really pay attention to what we had on. It was just like, we have it on FS sports or, you know, or we'd have it on ESPN or whatever. And one night, uh, you know, there one of the TVs actually had, it was uh, MMA fighting. And uh, one of the mothers, this mother of these kids came up to me really concerned, like, oh, we need to get this off because, you know, I don't want my kids watching this or whatever. And I was like, okay. And I kind of saw, when I kind of looked to change it, I was like, oh, oh yeah, no, we definitely need to change this. I mean, that was, it was pretty bloody. You know, like these guys had gotten, you know, they they put a hurting on each other. So I was like, yeah, yeah, we need to change this. But I mean, overall, I I enjoy MMA. Like, I'm not like a huge, uh, I, I I don't watch like every fight, um, you know, and I I don't I don't um, I don't like go out of my way to really go see it or anything like that. Uh, but I, I do I when I watch it, I do enjoy it. Um, you know, like a number of years ago, I really enjoyed watching um, uh, Ronda Rousey. Um, I enjoyed like um, uh, Conor McGregor back in the day, you know, Ortiz and all those guys. Like, so, I mean, like I did, I did enjoy it uh, and I do enjoy it. It's just, but it's like one of those things where um, if my career involves me getting kicked in the head, I'm kind of not into it. <laughs> You know? like uh you know like boxing and all those kind of things like I, I i commend those guys on what they do but i mean guys and girls because there's you know a lot of women that are in mma now too but uh yeah that's not no nah, I'm, I'm cool with getting like kicked and punched in the face and stuff like that i'm cool i i can only speak to my personal opinion which is i am not a fan of mma um i I'm not a fan of boxing either. Uh, you know, when I worked for Dave and Buster's many, many years ago, uh, it was a company uh, policy that we did not show uh, boxing, fighting, or wrestling, uh, boxing, oh, really? MMA, or wrestling, period, um, on any of the screens. So, you know, if at night it's, you know, back then, you know, you didn't really have a lot of MMA, for example, or boxing for that matter on, right. on TV, but at night, sometimes it would come on, and if it showed up on the screens, we had to get it switched off immediately um, because it was Dave & Buster's company standpoint that that was not what we wanted to show because it promoted violence. Um, and so, 
Yeah, you, know, I think, you get drinking involved. Yeah, I can understand. And and I think for me personally, I'm not a fan of boxing and fighting, MMA, things of that nature. For that exact reason, uh, I'm not a fan of promoting violence, especially human on human violence. Don't get me wrong. I'm interested. I, I enjoy sports. I enjoy baseball, football, things of that nature, where where there is uh, connection, there is physical interaction. But there's a difference between me blocking you, trying to hold you back from getting to my quarterback versus me trying as hard as I can to punch you in the face to knock you out. Uh, I think those are two different things. And oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So I think, I think as a society, as a species, uh, we, are, we are no longer gladiators or have the need to be gladiators. Uh, and and I am not a fan of blood sport, and I think, you know, seeing seeing that this guy died, um, that's probably gonna. I mean, that'll probably change. Uh, this is probably gonna end up changing a lot of, uh, well, especially that company. Um, they're gonna be under some scrutiny, um, and then, I mean, I think I, I think UFC pretty much takes things a little bit more, you know, seriously, um, like we kind of talked about, but. Um, this is definitely going to call into. Uh, this is definitely going to call on MMA to uh, across the board to have some probably some solid standards, uh, some solid health standards. Yeah, so. maybe we'll see. Yeah. Speaking speaking of gladiators and blood sport, though, uh, have you been following Jeopardy? <laughs> Um, Matt Amodio, Matt Amodio, uh, he has now become the number two winningest uh, gladiator, if you will, on Jeopardy. Mental gladiator. uh, Ken Jennings is still number one. Ken Jennings still number one with 74 game win streak, uh, appearing in 75 episodes. Um, Forever. (laughs) Yeah. So Matt Amodio is now at. Uh, 34 consecutive wins and running, so he's right. still going. Uh, he just surpassed uh, the number two spot, which uh, was previously or was previously held by James Holzhauer. Um, now, to be fair, James Holzhauer had had won over two million dollars in his 34 days or 33 days straight. So uh, this what? Matt Amadio. Amodio has has not gotten to two million yet, but as of last yet. night, as of last night, he was at one point three million. So that's hey, that's Buku Bucks right there, bro. For yes, for, for playing a game. Yes, for he won. Game. He won over eighty thousand dollars last night. So Jeepers, creepers. I mean, that's that's like that's like cleaning up boards. That's not even. It's uh, did are the other people playing at this point? <laughs> Yes, yes, to be fair, uh, each of the competitors that he played against each had uh, over, I think one of the competitors last night had over 2000 the other had over $4,000. Um, oh, oh, really? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, going into Final Jeopardy, though, uh, he had uh, 42000 I believe, and... Uh, so he, he, did, he basically did a, a true Jeopardy? Yeah, basically, he he didn't. Wow. He he only wagered thirty seven thousand, um, but uh, yeah, 
bro. That's 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 confidence beyond confidence. <laughs> yeah. So he is now in the number two slot. Uh, and Man. how much did uh, Ken Jennings end up winning in total? Two million five hundred and twenty thousand seven hundred dollars. And most of that went to the. Never mind. Won't go there. But uh, uh, uh but yeah. Dang. So wait. How much did the other guy make? Uh, two million. What? It was over two million. I didn't see his total. Give me just a second, and I will pull that up. Um, do you watch Jeopardy though? I, I mean, I haven't watched Jeopardy in in some time. I used to watch Jeopardy. Um, I used to watch quite a lot of, not quite a lot, quite a bit of Jeopardy because I'd watch that before Wheel of Fortune. Um. But uh, yeah, no, I haven't. I honestly haven't really sat down because I haven't had. I, I just got cable, so I mean, I I haven't watched. Um, I didn't have an opportunity to watch them because they weren't. You know, those aren't really on Hulu or anything. Mm-hmm. So, so James Holzhauer, uh, in his thirty-two game win streak, okay. uh, won two million four hundred sixty-two thousand two hundred sixteen dollars. Okay. So almost almost as much as Ken Jennings, Ken Jennings in, in 74 wins. Yeah, so <laughs> I did just as good as you in half the time. So. Yes. <laughs> so uh, we will see what Matt Ebadio does. Uh, again, he's at 34 and counting. Uh, the all-time winningest person, though, for dollar amount is Brad Rudder, uh, who, including the tournament uh, shows, has won four million nine hundred and thirty-eight thousand four hundred and thirty-six dollars on Jeopardy. Damn, bro, yeah. that's legit. That yeah. is legit. Hey, speaking of game shows, did you ever see? Did you see? Uh, did you see? I think it was called uh, College Game Day or something like that. It was. Uh, it was a, uh, a tournament between uh, teams from colleges and hosted by. Uh, the Manning brothers. <laughs> uh, yeah. Peyton Manning was like the host and Eli Manning was like the, the, the co-host. So it was um, actually, I, I, I ended up seeing, uh, I ended up seeing like towards the end of the, the run. Uh, and I guess this, the tournament was almost over and it, I'm not gonna lie. It was actually a little bit entertaining watching Peyton Manning like read these like questions to these guys. Uh, Pete Manning, a great guy, uh, doesn't come across as the most intellectual to me though. So that's what I was, that's what, that's why I was saying. <laughs> like it just it, just watching him read these questions was kind of like <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's that's interesting. So uh, I know that you are going to see Venom, the new Venom film, this evening. Um, Let there be carnage. And so I did want to spend a couple minutes talking about uh, Marvel World, Marvel Universe, not the Marvel Cinematic Universe, because obviously Venom is not a part of the MCU. Yeah, that's currently. Well, that's yeah. There's currently correct. Yes. So there is. uh, So basically, Sony has what they call the uh, the Sony Spider-Man universe. Uh, which got, you know, which had entered the Spider-Verse 
which actually I quite enjoyed. Um, they have a sequel to that coming out, which is basically um, some stuff that they wanted to use apparently for the first film, but they cut it for for time reasons. So um, I don't know. I'm sure they're going to end up flushing that stuff out and making it more of a, you know, like a, a full story. But um, but yeah, no. And so I'm ex- I'm interested. I like, I mean, I liked Venom. Um, like I said, it wasn't great. It was, I enjoyed it. Um, and have so, you read anything or heard any of the rumors about Venom? No, no. Well then I'm not going to ruin anything for you, but I am uh, wanting to get your response uh, tonight. Like I want to get a phone call from you after you finish watching the film, because I've already read and heard about some of the stuff to the point where I am going to go see Venom even though I really didn't enjoy the first one. Uh, but I feel that I absolutely must go see Venom 2. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I haven't, because like, like I said, I haven't really paid any much attention to uh, what was said so far. Um, and that's, I, and that's, I mean, I've been trying to stay away from anything that, the only thing that I've really been keeping my ear t- to the ground about was, um, has been Dominion. Um, for Jurassic World, that's the one that I'm really excited for. But, um, but yeah, as far as Marvel stuff goes, I try and you know I, I want to keep it as I watch trailers and all that kind of stuff. But any um, videos about oh Easter eggs from the trailers and stuff like that, I'm not trying to watch that stuff right now. I just want to I want to be. Uh, um, there's some people that won't even watch trailers, which I'm like, bro, what? Um, but like. They don't want any. My, my wife is my wife is one of those. She prefers to not watch the trailers and just go see the films. Yeah, like um, I at least want to see a trailer, some you know, um, final trailers, things like that, just to get kind of a feel of the film. Like the Eternals trailers have been, um, like I think they had their final trailer not too long ago, which yes. which just gave you out. yeah, which gave you more insight into you know, kind of. Because like at first it was like you saw them and it wasn't really it didn't really tell you a whole lot about uh but now you know with this final trailer you're seeing a lot more of a little bit more action uh, kind of understanding a little bit more about um, their piece uh, how they fit into everything um, so uh, so that was exciting so we're you know like I said we'll see what goes on and um, yeah I mean well. I'm going to spoil a little something for you. So today on the official Marvel India page, they they released a, a photo of the slate of films to be coming out uh, through the end of 22. And something that was slid in there that none of us knew, and I, I, it hasn't been confirmed by Kevin Feige or anything, <laughs> But it was through the official Marvel page for India. Uh, Blade has a release date. Uh, so go. for so for those of you that that don't know Blade, Blade was a film series. Uh, it's a, it's a comic book, but there was a film series done, a trilogy done um, back in the nineties, starring Wesley Snipes, Brother Darkness. Um, very good trilogy. Uh, very good films. I enjoyed them. Uh, you know, and, I just haven't um, seen the third one all the way through. I've seen bits and pieces. 
And uh, evidently, the way that Blade came about is uh, Oscar winner Marshall Ali uh, went into Kevin Feige's office and said, I want to do Blade. And Kevin was like, let's go. (laughs) Hey, bro. And listen, if an Oscar winner walks into your office and says, hey, I want to do this. And uh, I, I mean, yeah, I'd kind of be like, all right. Yeah, evidently prior to that, there was nothing slated for Blade. They, they, it sounds like there was nothing, and everything changed that day. So, um, if I, I would expect with the, it has been deleted. The post uh, by the Marvel uh, official India page has been deleted since. Um, but I would expect that either we're going to get an official retraction or an official announcement that that is correct. And if that is correct, then that means that between right now, today, and November 11th of 22, we will have seven Marvel films. That is a lot. And that's not including the Disney Plus television series, which between now and then we know we've got Hawkeye. We know we've got Miss Marvel. We know we've got Moon Knight. We know we've got She-Hulk. And likely, we've got What If Season 2. Bro, uh, what the hell? Um, what? Uh-huh. Ha- Bro, Ultron taking over Vision, that is the nightmare of nightmare scenarios. Well, and that was the objective, if you remember, in Age of Ultron. He was planning to put himself into the the Vision's body before the Vision was the Vision. Right. And, bro. Oh, when Thanos walked through and these fools said, interesting, slice. I was like, whoa. The universe is truly in balance right down the middle. Man. And and then the whole thing was him becoming even more self-aware. Like, <laughs> who's saying that? I was like, oh, what? Well, if you recall the earlier episode with Doctor Strange, he became aware of the Watcher. So, oh, it, yeah, he did. yeah, so, you know, it's not, uh, it was not that surprising. I, forgot, to, I kind of forgot about that episode. That was a super dark episode. I was not a fan of that one, but. Yeah, so. It definitely sounds like the episode that comes out tomorrow, which is the season finale of What If, um, that we are going to see the Watcher calling on the characters we've been introduced to throughout the series to uh, help him fight. I, it sounds like help him fight uh, the, this new Ultron. Well, if you remember the end of the episode, he was like, no, no, I want to hear you say it with I need your help. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, it's I I I think I told you the first couple episodes I was just kind of met on and uh I would say these last couple episodes I have very much enjoyed and this last episode I told you last week how are you not caught up because yeah. No, I mean I like as soon as, like not right as not as soon as but um uh, I got completely caught up uh that on uh was that Tuesday night? 
Yeah, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday night. Basically, oh no, it had to be Wednesday night because I watched the newest episode, which was the one um, with Ultra. And I was just like, what? And so, yeah. Yeah, so, okay, let's let's just do a round robin really quick of, uh, I'm going to call off the name of an upcoming Marvel film, and you tell me on a scale from 1 to 10 how hyped you are to see it. So coming up November 5th, we've got Eternals. Let's 1 go. to 10. Uh, I'm, I'm an I'm a 8, 8 and a half. All right, all right. Coming out in December, uh, I don't know what the date is. 10. You, That's all you, you don't need even need to hear Spider-Man Far From Home? And don't even need to hear it. That or is not Far bad. From Home. I'm sorry. No Way uh, Home. No Way Home. Yes, that's a must. Yes. That's a 10, huh? Okay. That's 10. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, March 25th? Nine and a half. I need to see more. All right. Thor, Love and Thunder, May 6th, 22. Uh, after Ragnarok, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm hoping this is kind of continues on that, like, more Thor lighthearted, uh, funny sense. And so I'm going to, I'm going to go with, uh, eight and a half, eight and a half right now. I, I would go a little lower on this one just cause I'm not a fan of Jane Foster. Uh, I'm not a fan of Natalie Portman and knowing that she's coming back. Um, we'll see. Uh, I, I definitely hoping, do enjoy Taika Waititi's films, but we'll see. Is Darcy, uh, is Darcy back in this one? I would assume so. Yeah. But, since she was in, uh, you know, WandaVision, WandaVision, so she was reintroduced, I would think we might see her. Okay, uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Ten. Let's go. <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I'm not at ten on that one. The only reason is because, unfortunately, uh, it's it's the storyline basically has kind of changed a little bit due to the fact that um, that uh, wow. Why can I not remember his name? Uh, Chadwick Boseman. Jeez, wow, that was horrible. Um, with him passing away, it kind of changed everything. So um, I'm still excited to see the film. Um, I'm just kind of, I'm just really sad that it's not going to be the same film, basically. October 7th, 22, Blade. Bro, if that's legit, I'm down. I'm so down to see how they introduce this character into the MCU. Because don't get me wrong, I enjoyed I enjoyed uh, the Wesley Snipes movies, um, but um, Ali, that guy, <laughs> that guy's legit. And if if the photos that I saw, the fo- actually not the photos, the photo that I saw, if that's real, he looks mad legit. All right, and November eleventh of twenty two, the Marvels. Um, that one I'm excited for um, because of, uh, you know, we're going to get, I mean, this will probably be the first, hold on, before I speak out of, hold uh, yeah, I mean, this should be like a very strong, I mean, it's going to be three women leads in this film uh, because you got, you got um, Miss Marvel. Um, and then you'll have, uh, Monica Rambeau with, I don't remember what her, uh, spectrum, spectrum. Okay. Um, you're going to have her and you're going to have Ms. Marvel. So, um, you mean I'm Captain interested. Marvel? Cause you already said Miss Marvel. Oh yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Captain Marvel. I'm sorry. I'm tripping. Cause I'm thinking, 
I'm confusing them. Yes, but no. Um, yeah, Captain Marvel, because Miss Marvel, and that'll be interesting too, because you're you're bringing uh, a series character into the the movies, so it's not like the other way around. Like they've had the movies come, and they've you know had characters from the movies kind of interact in the um, in the TV series. So this is kind of the other way around. So and I did forget to mention one other series that we likely will see next year, and I would suspect likely either right before the Marvels or right after the Marvels, Secret Invasion. So. Uh, is this an animated thing, or is this a... No, this will be starring Samuel L. Jackson. Um, uh, you know, uh... Nick Fury. Uh, it'll likely highly involve if you know anything about the secret invasion or the secret wars then uh it, it has to do and it has been announced um we just don't have a time frame for it uh but it, it has to do with the scrolls getting um infiltrating the highest levels of world government and um yeah so uh there is a lot to see coming in the marvel universe in the, in the next year um, and just it, the thing, like this, this literally could have all been derailed if Iron Man had been horrible. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, or if it had just been mediocre. Yeah, that's true. Like if it had just been, yeah. Eh. But I mean that. I mean this. Like I, 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 I think we've talked about it before. Okay, in in hindsight, DC's films have been getting better, but um, DC film, DC live action films, uh, in comparison to Marvel live action films, but DC animated films above par. Marvel animated films, uh, Marvel animated films prior to this, what if? So, yeah. So the last thing I want to call out for today, um, just posted onto our page, uh, good friends of ours uh, working on this uh, six, the series came out with a new video uh, this week uh, called don't lose your head starring uh, <laughs> Leslie Chicano uh, who played Maria in our West side story. Don't um, lose your head. Give it a watch. I had never heard the song before, except I listened to it and I was like, oh, I guess that's what this is from. I've heard it, but didn't realize that that's what I had heard. So um, give it a watch, give it a like, um, show them some love and uh, six the series. Um, and oh, one last thing to call out uh, table reads for uh, the third season of Secrets of Heritage House are coming up. So uh, we will be doing some table reads in the next couple yes. weeks. And we will be recording before the month is out. So, <laughs> yes. so likely you can expect to hear new episodes of Secrets of Heritage House before the end of the year. If y'all ain't on it, get on it. Tell yes. me. It's worth, it's worth the listen, bro. It's worth the listen. So that's all I got to say for today. How about you, James? Nah, man, I'm good. Just happy that we continue to do this. Indeed. Well, it's been real. It's been fun. But it hasn't been real fun. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>